Hi everyone, I'm Yara. I'm Mara. I'm Tahane. And I'm Esty. Welcome back to Speak. This podcast aims to address the needs of our communities by breaking down social barriers through education, activism, and advocacy. We hope that this discussion inspires you to continue these conversations, both in this space and beyond. Change is an act, a resource, and a guide to bettering not only our own lives, but those of our community as well. Today's topic is tackling toxic productivity, where we will be discussing its influences and effects, as well as the ways that we can take steps to find a healthy work-life balance. As university students, we are uniquely situated. We sit at the bridge between late adolescence and early adulthood. While we are not quite children anymore, we're also not yet fully self-sufficient adults either. And so this leaves us in a certain gray area, and this period of life comes with its own set of unique challenges, where all of us are really just trying to find a place in the world. In this pursuit of autonomy and self-sufficiency, many of us find ourselves overworking to the point of exhaustion in order to reach our goals. And while hard work is necessary and even admirable, there's a fine line between healthy productivity and toxic productivity, which can be defined simply as an unhealthy desire to be productive at all times, at all costs. It involves doing things out of compulsion as opposed to necessity. And this may look different for everyone. For example, taking on too many extracurricular commitments or pulling unnecessary all-nighters, working obsessively to the point that it begins to affect your health and relationships or simply feeling guilty for not doing enough. We are faced with constant pressures from the outside world to achieve certain goals in a given time period. Society makes it so that we are assigned value based on what we can do instead of who we are. So we kind of want to open up the conversation and think about some of the external factors that influence us to overwork. Um, So one of the things we have is school. And we go to a university where there's a lot of prestige surrounding it. And I feel like that can breed a lot of comparison and making you feel as though you need to prove yourselves to kind of be in this position. What do you guys think about that? 100%. I think there's a lot of, like, personally, too, I need academic validation or else I will cry. And that's not (laughs) healthy. I need to know that we're learning, like, we should focus more on the content than the grades. Yes, grades are important in terms of, like, graduating, but that's not what should define what school is, essentially, you know? Yeah, I feel like sometimes, um, especially like with grades and stuff, you kind of feel like you're not learning anything. You're kind of just like, you know, working yourself to the point of exhaustion just to get a certain letter. But sometimes, yes, it does. It doesn't typically defines us as a whole. There are a lot of other factors that go into grades. There are some people that are so excellent and they're so good at school, but you know, when they do a test, they can have test anxiety and then that can affect their performance. And then people will start judging you. <laughs> and then people will start judging you and be like, oh, you got you to gotta be, you're not smart. But maybe that person is smart. Maybe they know the material. Maybe they understand it. But sometimes in a test, in a testing environment, it's so much pressure. They, that can 100%. affect them in a bad way. And they might not do well. And then, you know, other factors will come in and say, look at you, you're not that smart. You should be at the top of your A game. You should be studying more. But even though studying more doesn't do anything because I already understand the material, I just couldn't apply it in this kind of testing environment. Because I know I've been through those cases. I make silly mistakes. Even though I understand the material, I make silly mistakes even though. And then that affects me. 
And then people will start saying, you know, she goes to UFT, but she's not really smart or something like that. Yeah, no, that's very, very real. And the ignorance that actually surrounds that kind of mindset is unfortunately also very real. And then it just brings us to this like whole point where we want to prove ourselves. And being in such a competitive environment, like we see that positions for like, maybe you want to get a research position, maybe you want to get a job on campus. And being somebody quite competitive and like you have to be the best of the best. And that also is not very like, it, it kind of puts you into this mindset or down this rabbit hole. And it's very dangerous. But at the same time, I also want to, kind of bring up that like there's like a lot of demand for certain things for certain opportunities that students want and there's not enough to meet it and that can also be very burdening and stressful um and overall it's just not a healthy culture yeah for sure it's really detrimental to your self-esteem as well because you see all these other people kind of doing what you want to do and then it's like you're not necessarily meeting that threshold and then you're like well I suck <laughs> but then we also have family influence and the people around us in our closest circle um, we obviously just want to make our families proud and then that can sometimes lead to us overworking at our own expense or the expense of our happiness or our rest um, just wanting to make them feel as though their investment in us is worth it right so yeah definitely with family influence that's a big one especially for me like, you know, I, of course, I want to make my parents proud, but I can't do everything. I try my best. And like, sometimes I'll go up to them. I'm like, hey, I got a, like an 85 on an assignment. And that's really good, like for a university, especially UFT, for example. And then they'll be like, why isn't it 90? Why isn't it 100? And then I know sometimes they're joking, but I can feel like they're a you can hear the certain trees. Exactly. Like I can feel they're a little bit disappointed. I'm like, wait, why are you disappointed? Like, that's really good. Have you forgot that this is like this is a hard university? It's one of the toughest schools. And you know, I'm working myself to a point where I just can't take it. Um, and I feel like my our parents really just want us to like they want the best for us. Yeah. yeah. And not just that, I feel like they just want to like tell people oh look at my daughter look at my son like look at their grades are they doing it for us are they doing it for their I don't want to sound too rude but for their image I feel like that there is a little bit of an image factor in there it's not just for the for like their daughters or sons I feel like there's an image that they want to broadcast in front of the world and say my daughter goes to the best school she has these grades and yeah that's I feel like that's a big factor and family influence is a huge one yeah I feel like a lot of folks kind of have share that same sentiment and it really goes into showing how um, sometimes parents may kind of use um, just like schooling and such as like um, an extension of their own self-worth uh, which is another issue in itself and the way that it influences and like really affects negatively affects as students is really really detrimental from like early on into like well after um like post-secondary and such mm -hmm. yeah. it's very deeply rooted and then i don't know if you guys have this too but sometimes my parents will be like hey you know your cousin in 
England oh, is like the top oh of my her God. class. She is a doctor at like seven years old. And it's like things like that. <laughs> <laughs> where they're just like, okay, look at what other people's kids are doing. How about you? What are you doing? Um, that is a good one for me. So that is a huge one for me. There needs to be understanding with parents that, you know, everyone's different. And yes, yeah. I understand. We all understand that you want the best for us. Like, of course, like when I become a mother in the future, um, I will want the best for my children. Obviously, it's like it's like nature for us that we want the best for our children and we want them to exceed more than we have so that they have more opportunities for whatever they want. But at the same time, we should also be mindful that constantly working might not lead to a better outcome it can actually be the opposite you know yeah and I feel like if they say like you know why aren't you studying or why aren't you like doing something I feel guilty for taking a five minute break I swear like if I'm studying like not even I was studying for my exams and I'm like I just can't breathe anymore so I literally go on my phone I'm like okay let me watch my Turkish soap opera for 10 minutes (laughs) and then let me just breathe a bit so, and they walk in at that time. That one yeah, time they're like, on your why aren't you studying? And I'm like, it's been, oh, it's so this is what minutes. you do in your room? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I was studying. Always. Do we all live the same life? We're <laughs> all living together. So, yeah. With that being said, there's a lot of like, when we move away from like family, we are active on social media. And on there, there is a whole other side to this. Um, it's not like it's necessarily the opposite. But I just mean that it just presents itself in a different way. For yeah. sure. You see those like girl bosses. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> what are they called? What do they call themselves? I don't know. But like, you know, those ones that are like, oh, everything that you think of, you have to turn it into a business. And I'm like, no, yeah. I don't need to turn everything into a business. Like, I, I get that that's for some people. And like, I respect them for doing that. But it's sort of encouraging that toxic productivity of like anything that you think of make it like worthwhile and make it like um make it in terms of like money make it possible so you can gain money from it and like keep grinding until like you can retire by like 30 or something and I'm like but like I get that that's what you want but that's like I would like to retire at 30 but I don't want to grind 24 7 like come on why not say maybe like leave your work for a bit why not like say give yourself a break you need it not just saying work every day to achieve your dreams how you said Mara like achieve your dreams now do they have to be now like what's ahead of me it's just life that's ahead of me there's no I'm not like gonna get married at 20 something I it's not like I'm running out of time you know yeah no there was speaking of quotes there was a quote where like every second you stop doing something is like every second gained by your opponent of like getting ahead of you or something like that. Oh my God. Get like ahead. Let's have a video game. For the- <laughs> Not your I- opponent. <laughs> I was like, why is everything a competition? Why can't exactly. we all work together? I feel like oh these God, things- not that opponent thing. <laughs> wait I'm gonna try to find the quote who am I who am I against I don't understand like my friends no obviously want to achieve achieve the same things all together like that's better friends is a really good point there like who you surround yourself with really does kind of feed into your habits and what you feel internally 
like you can have friends that are hardworking. That is not a bad thing. But maybe there's something more there if you feel like it's a constant comparison and a competition. And that's just not healthy in that aspect either. For sure. One of my like toxic traits is like stalking people on LinkedIn <laughs> to see me too. To see me what too. they're doing. Like, oh, they're doing this research position. Oh, they have like three jobs. What am I doing? You know? No, it's so, so whole... sad. I literally go on on their LinkedIn, then go back to mine and I'm like, compare okay, maybe I should get out. <laughs> like, yeah. No, LinkedIn is very scary. I think maybe that's I don't know if that's for adults. I can't speak on that. But like for students, I feel like that is the case. I don't go on LinkedIn for months because it's just draining to be on there it's just like like if you're on there it feels like you're doing work because you immediately are pushed you're immediately pushed into that like mode so I haven't been on there in a while and every single time I think of like oh my god I have to go on there I should go on there but like it's no I'm gonna it's gonna be like I have to like when I go through my feed I'm gonna be thinking um, and like, it's very easy to compare yourself with other people's profiles. I know that people say it's a very helpful tool, but there's also that little portion to be incredibly mindful of. There, there, there are some posts on there that do make you question some stuff. I feel like sometimes we question how genuine things are as well. At least I do, sure. if I speak for myself. No, there. for sure. And that's also why it's not healthy to compare ourselves to people on social media, because everything on social media is just a highlight reel. You're not posting anything that's bad about your life or anything that you're yep. going through. It's the best parts of your day or your life. So when other people see that, they're like, oh, they're living the best life, but you don't see everything else. And you can't compare your whole life to a small portion of someone else's life, right? So for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No one likes to, no one enjoys posting vulnerable stuff. And that is like needless to say and easily easy to understand so obviously you're going to be seeing the best of the best when you're on there Mm -hmm. so like all in all I really feel like there's a lot of factors like as you were saying family like how we were talking about school and um social media that really affect toxic productivity and just our mental health as a whole (laughs) like we're all so tired but we're forcing ourselves to keep going or else we're gonna feel like we're way behind than our peers um or our family members even um and that's not a good way to think of life (laughs) like we're all gonna be like on our separate ways eventually like why start thinking about it now like why are we thinking about it now and yeah like is aren't your like teens your your 20s the best years of your life i'm like you're not giving me the best years you're not giving me the ability to live the best four years of my life no that's literally like they're like oh yeah the 20s are the best time of your life if you do it like depression only if you do it like that (laughs) no my parents literally told me before like from high school last year like grade 12 after i graduated they're like like university is the best years of your life i come in yes it's really fun but there's the side of toxic productivity that i really want to cut it out like i'm not saying that university isn't fun but i'm saying that it's a draining too from that one aspect of toxic and not productivity. That is, exactly. is like I said before, detrimental. Mm-hmm. And even For with sure. COVID, it just made it worse. You know, we're not on campus. We don't see people come and go. Like, no, I feel like 
COVID is actually feeding onto the toxic productivity. Because remember the first lockdown we had, everyone was like, look, I started a small business. Look, I did this, which I'm so happy for them, of course. Like, and I'm not saying like, don't do that. I'm just saying, do it for the right reasons, not because you want to be like following everyone else's footsteps, essentially, in terms of like, oh, I have to be doing something during COVID. Honestly, like for me, the first lockdown, I just like took it as a mental break. I was like, I'm done with everything. Like, I can't do this. So like, I took a break. And after that, I felt like I was behind from my peers. And then the next summer, I started working like my butt off. And then I was so tired. You, 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 like, I'm so glad you brought that up. Actually, I almost forgot about it. Almost, just almost. Because I know that some people were like, oh yeah, here's what I've been doing the last few months. And it just, you're right. It might not have been for the right reasons. Like, I do think it's very like, what's the word? I think like something you can appreciate. Like you can be like, oh wow, that's really great for you. But like, it also is almost I don't think this is the right word but like a natural almost because like I saw all those uh things also on online being like oh you don't have to like do something productive right now like this is like not normal you this is actually like these are not great circumstances you don't need to do anything right now but some people made it about that like good for them but then again this is where we need to be mindful of ourselves Exactly. We need to keep reflecting and telling ourselves, is it something I really want to do? Like the business, if it is, then go for it. It's not toxic productivity because that's what you want to do personally, not for the wrong reasons of like, I don't know. Oh, everyone else is doing it and they're getting ahead of life. I should start doing it to be on the same level, if not more than them. No, don't think like that. Think, are you going to enjoy doing this thing? Is it going to be something that you can come to it? It's like a hobby, essentially. Um, It doesn't have to be of compensation essentially but if that makes you happy then for all means do it but at the same time does it make you happy because you're like oh my god like everyone's getting money for this 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 I should do it too or are you saying oh I like what I'm doing and plus there's a bonus of me getting money from it like it's just the bonus essentially like it's like um monetizing on your hobbies but sometimes that's not fun anymore a but lot of people pressure to do that a lot of people are like, I start off like I start off monetizing what I like to do, and I stop liking to do it. Like I hate starting to like because it becomes like, work. It's it. no longer leisurely. Exactly. There's this pressure the thing, that it has to be good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that you said just now, like I'm doing it because other people are doing it too, and I'm like missing out. I think something along those lines as what you said. Uh, my brought me back to that quote thing that you mentioned, the opponent one. <laughs> I just I just can't stop thinking about it. That's so wow. Every second, is yeah, I'm like giving the opponent time to win. I think I low key think it was the gym quote. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> but well, like regardless, the the whole stuff. message. The, it regardless also also there. the quote of for the I think it's a gym quote as well but it still applies no pain no gain like I yeah. this the 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 years right now can be painful but I won't gain anything from it if it's not painful and I'm like yes you can if it's it not painful it doesn't have to be painful exactly uh, this actually wow I love I love talking like this because it brings up so much stuff like you bring up 
like that quote and it's like oh if it's not gonna right now you're not really gaining anything it's like the same thing as in like oh you you went through pain therefore you gained something but that's not always the truth if no, you really think about it that's not always true no like i've yeah like just because that. yeah it's like stop glamorizing pain yeah. and suffering it's really not that it's, it's not something like, to glamorize like, what doesn't what doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah <laughs> kelly what no, kelly, you're, you're, kelly clarkson. Clarkson. which all the things are true in the right context right, in the right, right. Context, exactly of course the danger <laughs> with toxic positivity is that it's massive like this hustle mentality the grind don't stop let's get this yes. right sleep is for <laughs> the week right yeah. <laughs> there's so many quotes you can go that's on that's why and i on. can't sleep it's properly con- that's it's why like, i can't sleep i feel like i'm weak <laughs> like <laughs> i swear like i don't know if it's just me i remember first year i pull a lot of all-nighters like a lot probably every day mm-hmm. and probably until like 2 3 a.m but this semester I actually slept like more like more often like maybe maximum 11 I would go to sleep and then I would feel guilty because I would kind of like because I would be so mentally drained I'll be just like I'm so done with this I, I would push it up until the morning and then I'd be like wait maybe that wasn't the best thing to do maybe I need to get up at like 12 a.m. and just do it so the sleep for the week quote that kind of like sticks with me a bit even though I don't follow it because <laughs> I sleep and I'm not weak but Good. yes internally <laughs> I'm not weak <laughs> I'm strong so Period. but it's, it's, a, it's a I don't know I feel like it's a bad quote to follow the sleep is for the week mm-hmm. like why sure. you no know, sleep is very important and if we don't get enough sleep obviously our brains don't function properly like before an exam I would sleep minimum nine hours I need to sleep um so saying that sleep is for the week I don't think that's a good thing um because it's not accurate just because you sleep that doesn't mean you're weak it actually means you're way stronger than what you think you are because you you know when to stop exactly you know when to stop you know when to how to manage your time and you know that you're capable of finishing or whatever task you have you know you're capable of carrying on the next day you don't have to carry out in a night and then the next day you'd be all so tired and you can't like think you can't do anything for sure so. yeah so all these external factors can sometimes influence us influence us to adopt harmful behaviors in our own lives like we've mentioned we've all experienced this unfortunately but at least now especially we can reflect on it you know and the danger with toxic productivity is that it's often masked as a hustle mentality like Esti said like what would what was the quote like (laughs) the grind don't stop the grind don't stop yeah so the grind don't stop right but this is actually like very extremely damaging in the long run and it comes at a cost to both our physical and our mental health um I think this goes back to what Yara was saying about sleep um it causes us to ignore our physical health and all our personal needs like sleep food exercise I find that sometimes when I'm busy I just won't eat until 9 p.m and I won't even notice so things that's, like that where it takes a toll on your physical health that's when you know you have a problem <laughs> exactly and even like I know you said that you sometimes won't eat that sometimes happens to me but other times I'm binge eating like extremely like so bad and I'm like I need a detriment to uh, your health exactly yeah 
and it's not good at all like I like same with my friend like she was like even yesterday she was like I haven't eaten lunch yet I haven't eaten like dinner yet I don't know what this and then she's eating at 9 p.m and I'm like you missed lunch and dinner like it's so bad she's making up for it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, no exactly like whether you binge or you don't eat it's both really bad yeah Yeah, and like this whole thing about eating actually owns up a different not owns up what am I saying opens uh this whole thing about eating and kind of not eating in healthy intervals maybe we can say um also brings up a bunch of other health concerns and has to do has to do with your physical health but also your mental health for sure yeah burnout it's uh I find myself having mental breakdowns like every now and then. I didn't have as much this year. I feel like I got used to the stress, but I remember last year, first semester, first year, it was so bad. I would come from the- Did you get used to the stress or did you manage it? That's the question. Like, did Uh, you, were you able to like cut down on it? I felt like I got used to it. I don't think I reached that state where I can fully manage it yet um I do definitely the fact that you recognized it it's the first step I feel yeah um so like you know first year I remember I had this project and it was it was such a simple project it was in bio 152 the it was a scientific literacy project and we had to we only had to come up with the uh the question like the question for the project and it had to be like it had to have evidence on yes and no and I could not think of anything like I could not think of anything I remember I came home from campus I was crying when I was walking back home I, I walked in and my parents were like what's wrong and I'm like I can't come up with a question oh, yeah. they're like oh really you're crying about that you still haven't seen anything yet and I'm like okay yeah true but help me and then it just kept going on you know I had mental breakdowns every now and then when it was just very very stressful and I had so many things on me and I couldn't think straight. So definitely mental health was not recognized there. So I tried to change it up this year by, you know, not feeling guilty for taking breaks, going out for walks, um, watching shows a little bit, playing with my cat a little, just to like get out of my room because I feel like I'm so stuck in my room all the time, studying, studying, studying. For sure. Yeah. Um, so once we're at a point where we're able to recognize these toxic behaviors, like compromising on our food or sleep or exercise, or even going to constant phases of burnout or chronic stress or anxiety, we can start taking the steps to address them. So um, once we, we can take the time to reevaluate our priorities and our goals to help us find a healthy balance in life. Um, so one of the ways to do that is reclaiming rest. I know Yara was talking about how now she's trying to start taking breaks and I'm trying to implement that into my own life too, where like, okay, I studied, now I'm going to dedicate this certain amount of time to like scrolling on TikTok or reading a book or eating a snack so that I can actually eat. Things like that, where we can reclaim rest, take time for self-care, rejuvenation, whatever that looks like for you. Taking a walk is something that I like to do things like that right exactly no I've like the past last March my mental health was really bad 
And every, ever since then, I decided to take like daily walks. And honestly, that helped me mentally, physically also, <laughs> bonus, <laughs> mentally, <laughs> physically. And like, like um, even like the productivity in a good sense, not like the toxic where I have to be doing something. Like when I had schoolwork that I obviously had to be doing for school, um, like it helped me enjoy it more in a sense because it became somehow, I don't know how, I don't know if there's a scientific reason behind this, but after like those daily walks, I'm able, like assignments became more clear to me. I'm assuming because I was in the right mental state, like, you know, um, so yeah, just like even during the day, don't like just dedicate. Yes. People say like, okay, I'll just take the weekend off. That's like, yes, it works for some people. I get it. But for me, I don't, I don't, for me personally, I don't think that's good thing I think every day should have some sort of even just an hour in the morning an hour before you go to bed you know like like just dedicate it to like your own hobbies or just resting binge watching Netflix you know like it's it's fine like whatever you need to do exactly whatever your version of that is yeah Yeah. and like um sometimes when we struggle with doing that like sometimes folks are just like I want to plan every hour of my day I someone told me that maybe when you do that why are you laughing because Esty and I were talking about it like two meetings ago we were like we're planning every hour of the day oh yeah okay I'm glad I'm like not the only one there but yeah it's so it's so common um and uh recently I was told that if you find yourself scheduling things in your calendar to the very hour to the very minute um, maybe you schedule yeah. an hour of doing whatever you feel like you like you need to relax like in a like a schedule like schedule an hour of doing nothing nothing that is work and also think about redefining productivity because productivity doesn't always mean oh it has to be academic or something um, for your career future career anything of that sort it can also be something for yourself because that's productive too and like yes that's a good point you don't even have to like plan it you know plans change right and I feel like yes plans are really good in like structuring how your day is or how your life is but you know it's good to like get out of the routine it's good because you never know what can happen during the day and that can affect your plans right so maybe like you say okay I'm going to take one hour like at 9 p.m. and then I'll go to bed. You may find like at 4 p.m. you're like just so tired and so mentally and physically drained. You might not, you might need that break now. So for sure. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not always follow the plan. Just follow what for your sure. instincts are. No, that's that- like when Tahim was talking about like planning by the hour. I used to do that like and I sometimes still do that when I feel stressed because I feel like sometimes it calms me. But I found like, even if it calms me, it doesn't work out because like it's hard to plan things by an hour, by the hour, right? So I just kind of start doing what I, things that I need to get done today, priority, that's like priority. And then um, the things that I need to get done, but they're not a priority, I don't put them on that to-do list or else I will feel like I have to get it done that day. Um, I just put it like on the side on a different to do like to do list by to do list I meant like not the daily to do list like just like a schedule on the side like um, oh I also have to finish this I have to 
finish this and this, let's say, but like for today, I just have to finish this one thing. You know, yeah. don't don't go too hard on yourself to plan by the hour because like Yara said, life is unpredictable and we have to be flexible with that. Yeah, and that brings us to kind of boundaries and addressing our personal needs. And I know that we've kind of been touching that a little bit and scratching the surface, but again, like how do we define those boundaries? What do they look like? And how may things change because we want to address our personal needs? For sure. Okay. okay. So along with what we've been discussing, there's a little tweet that I found that I feel like perfectly sums up everything we've discussed today. It says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but rest is not a reward. You do not have to earn rest. You need rest. You deserve rest. You are worthy of rest simply because you are a living being. And don't ever feel guilty for taking the time to rest. Exactly. That's what Thank we were talking you. about. Yoga. Yes. Like about how you need sleep. You oh, need sleep. Lord. It's literally productive to sleep. Like if you like what Tahneem was saying, like you need to redefine productivity. Productivity is making sure that you are, to me at least, you are maintaining your physical mental health and knowing your boundaries as well. Um, that's productive in itself, just reflecting as well and sleeping. <laughs> like you need sleep, yeah. guys. That that yeah, literally, yeah, I, I should see. print that and put it on my wall. Like the quote: "Go to sleep." <laughs> Go to Go sleep. To sleep. <laughs> that was a really good discussion, you guys. Like, it, we it really emphasized the fact that having simple conversations with you know the people around you that can really shift your mindset, and that's why we're so happy to. Well, like I'm so happy to have this opportunity to produce speak as an outlet for this. I think that's really important. And for sure, we would like to reiterate that we aren't saying that you shouldn't work hard or push yourself further to achieve your goals. What we're saying is that if you find yourself taking on too many commitments and you constantly feel burnt out, make sure that you are taking the time to reevaluate your situation and focus on taking care of yourself. We know it's easier said than done. I know too, because I say it to myself and then it's so hard for me to do it. But keeping up with your health and well-being should always, always, always be a priority. Thank you for listening to Speak. Visit com and follow our social media pages to stay up to date with our upcoming initiatives and learn how you can be the change that your community needs to see. Until next time, remember to use your voice.